Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are we ready? What's up, everyone? Creating a whole new radio Big experience news day for you. Today. Your host. Don't forget to listen on Spotify and iTunes. Gentlemen. The King. Hail to the King, baby. Rock on, man. How you guys doing today? Again, we got a huge, huge news story day today. We have a break in the Warlocks of Philadelphia and Keith Palumbo. Yes, if you listened to us on Motorcycle Madhouse Live the other day, you heard one faction of the Warlocks give their side of the story. So get on over there, listen to that on Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. We're going to be talking about Harley Davidson, the break in the case. And yes, our wall of shame. Want to give a shout out to Corey Graff. He is a listener who's been forwarding us articles for the wall of shame. We love it when our followers get involved in the show. It's awesome stuff there. So yes, we do have a big break in the story. Now, if you were listening to... The live, like I was talking about a little bit earlier. Yes, Donna Morelli, my Barker, has been arrested. If you don't know who Ma Barker, Donna Morelli is, you're going to want to listen to the episodes and find out. Man, you know what? I, it's a big, it's like a black widow web being, you know, her, you know, webs being strung all over the place with this lady. I guess she had a, you know, a stranglehold on these guys in the club, man. You know, the wicked witch of the West. So, uh, yeah, she has been charged. And you know what? It's a good day for the family, man. Uh, justice for them is coming down, which it should be. So let's get into the news and uh, let's get into all these damn stories man okay man let's get into our first story this one out of forbes.com by uh larry light harley davidson in a post-corona world keep your customers close i don't know how much more uh closer they can try you know you do have the ceo harley davidson coming out saying they want to make less bike models less bikes and only focus on the cbo brand line and only put out limited editions of motorcycles you know they are catering to the upper end of the money stream there it seems like they forgot about uh, us hard working uh, blue collar workers you know the new CEO he happens to be you know from Puma and stuff so how he knows about motorcycles I never know but again the company really don't care about that an American icon Harley Davidson was in trouble before coronavirus rode into town its previous CEO left due to shareholders threatening a proxy fight that was Matt Lebedich uh shareholders were concerned about the brand's skidding sales less expensive bikes turning away from the core customer base who loved the big heavy 
more costly machine. So now they're saying that their core customer base uh, loved the pricey uh, machines. I doubt that. Not from what we hear. We're on the ground. We know what the hell's going on. And no, a lot of people are not into the more expensive bikes. In March 2020, activist investor Bob Bishop, who heads Impala Asset Management and was a former chief officer of Soros Fund Management. Oh, great. Soros Fund Management has now taken the reins of Harley Davidson. <laughs> Great, this company's going. Uh, criticized the Harley Davidson CEO for forsaking its core customer base, which according to him, you know, likes spending the big bucks. You know, it's not the working man anymore. While focusing on cheaper, smaller models, the core customers were not only ignored, but the bikes they liked to ride were not updated. Where the hell is is this guy coming from bloomberg reporting on the impala asset uh, filing indicated that a point of contention was the nine thousand dollar sportster bike that uh, had been redesigned in 16 years how much you want to bet they're going to start targeting the sportster now to uh, cut that out like they did dyna and freaking uh the other one what the hell is the other one the buell would you just wait uh, as reported in the Wall Street Journal, Harley Davidson new CEO, longtime member of Harley Davidson's board, Joaquin Zitz, told the analyst that the previous strategy of model expansion while chasing new customers and markets added manufacturing complexity and diverted attention from here we go. Harley's profitable models. Harley-Davidson is informing its dealers of a new strategic approach. Here it is. Fewer models appealing to bikers of premium br uh, price brands. Again, fewer models appealing to bikers of premium price brands. The strategy is to, quote, limit motorcycle product in the showroom that will drive exclusive. Yes, that is your new Harley Davidson. And for all you guys uh, that are die car, you know, die hard Harley Davidson, nothing else freaking matters. Yeah, there's your uh, company's outlook on you. The new strategy contains a fundamental criterion for brand turnarounds. Focus on your core customer, which they don't even know who the hell that is. Beth Truitt, director of product sales, emailed dealers alerting them, quote, that about 70% of dealerships will not receive any new product this year. Now, we covered a lot of this, a lot of this information in another video. So check that out. But we just wanted to give you a refresher on this. My God, Harley-Davidson, you suck. Anyway, here's our big story today by Julie Shaw. Now, Julie Shaw has really been one of the only reporters following this case, and you got to give it up to Julie Shaw. She's been on point, man. She hasn't been uh, mixing her opinions with anything, just reporting the facts. What a reporter's supposed to do. Anyway, the Philadelphia Inquirer, woman charged with abuse of corp and death of Delco, a musician. I really... You know, I do really wish she would say Keith 
Palumbo in the, the title. But anyway, uh, there is the picture of the widow, man. That's my Barker right there. Donna Morelli, who held freaking the balls of a lot of those guys in that chapters to do their bidding. So, yeah, there she is. If you're over on the radio, come take a look at Ma Barker, the modern day white or black widow. Uh, Southwest Philadelphia woman with close ties to Mount Moriah Cemetery and the Warlocks Motorcycle Club. Now, again, there is, you know, right now, three different factions of the Warlocks. You got Harpies, which kicked out uh, the Chester County ones. And then you got... Uh, you know, the Black Dragon ones in the Midwest. And then, of course, you got the Philadelphia Warlocks. So, it's three different things there. Uh, was arrested and charged Thursday in relation of the discovery of the body of a 36-year-old Delaware County musician last month in a crypt at the cemetery. Donna Morelli, 48, of the 6400 block of Trinity Street. Was charged with conspiracy hindering apprehension, abuse of a corpse, and related offenses in connection with the disposal of Keith Palumbo's body. She was not accused in his death. From what we're hearing, though, there's more behind what's being reported right now, so you guys know. The remains of a second man. Yes, there was another man in there who police believe was David Rosillo of Drexel Hill. We're trying to get more information on him. Uh, if your listeners out there, if you got anything on him, let us know because we like to feature him too man you know his family's hurting in us too uh we're also found in the crypt no charges were filed against morelli in that case as of yet and the cause of his death remains undetermined morelli was released after posting bail efforts to reach her have been unaccessible and her attorney william davis jr hey william davis jr why don't you uh give us a call man we'll get the story out there let us know what's going on you know you guys are usually all over Fox News and CNN, you, you you lawyers love publicity. Come on, the madhouse. We got a bigger reach. Get on here. Let us know. Let me ask you some questions. I'd like to ask some questions, okay? I'll give you a whole show to put your case out there. The whole show you to talk about Ma Barker. Did not respond to a request for comment Friday. That a a William, are you scared? Come on to Madhouse. Come on, man. I'll treat you right. Authorities believe that Michael DeLuca, this scumbag, an alleged member of the Warlocks, fatally, uh, and you know what, it's funny, I got a comment on the, the YouTube uh, section where it says, well, you know, he wasn't president, he pushed his way in, everybody was afraid to say anything, and it's like, really, man, you guys are patch holders and you're afraid to freaking say something to this schluck. I don't get it these days, you know, everything has changed. Uh, fatally shot Palumbo and DeLuca Southwest uh, Philadelphia apartment on Feb 6. Police have issued an arrest warrant for DeLuca 38 on charges of murder, conspiracy, abuse of a corpse, and related offenses. He remains in federal custody after being arrested in Wyoming in an unrelated case. He knew it was coming down. He ran and he got caught. Earlier this month, police arrested Billy Gibson, 47, of Drexel Hill, and charged him 
with conspiracy, hindering apprehension, and abuse of corpse in connection with the disposal of the body. Morelli was until recently a member of the board of directors. Here we go. Board of Directors of the Friends of Mount Moriah Cemetery, the nonprofit form that preserved the cemetery, which closed in 2011. She lives across the cemetery and was instrumental in cleanup efforts there. Hmm. She had been married to Eric Martison, a former leader of the local warlocks who died in 2015. According to an obituary in 2016, Philadelphia Magazine described her as having tattooed arms and a biker gang ties. She uh, give her the aurora of a Wild West outlaw. Well, now, uh, Ma Barker, Donna Morelli, you're going to see what an outlaw is all about in the joint. According to the affidavit of probable cause for Gibson's arrest, he and another man went with Palumbo to DeLuca's apartment on the 7,000 block of Woodland Avenue on February 6th. The second man, who is unnamed, told police that all four were, quote, associated with the Warlocks Motorcycle Club. Again, there's different factions, and you sure to hell don't want to get the Phoenix Warlocks into this. They had nothing to do with it. They're not even in this crap. Uh, the two-story Woodland Avenue building is owned by Warlocks MCLLC, and property records list Morelli's home as the mailing address for the property. Yes, she had her hand on that trademark. She basically owns that. The witness, to, yeah, woman, you know, I get it, a woman, I get it. The witness told police that DeLuca shot Palumbo in the face, but the affidavit does not say why. It'll be interesting to find out what's going on, because you know he's going to throw a self-defense out there. Uh, Just, you know, his problem is, you know, he was in prison for shooting his girlfriend, but claimed, you know, it went off while I was cleaning you, schluck. Uh, DeLuca then allegedly ordered the witness and Gibson to cut up the bloodstained carpet and roll Palumbo's body in it, the affidavit said. DeLuca then went to Morelli's home and returned in her red pickup truck, and he and Gibson placed Palumbo's body in the pickup and left. A relative of Palumbo's has said that Palumbo and DeLuca knew each other as childhood friends. Four days after the April 3rd discovery, police interviewed a second witness who allegedly told them that DeLuca said he killed Palumbo and needed help disposing of the body. The second witness told of accompanying DeLuca and Gibson to the cemetery where DeLuca and Gibson allegedly threw his body into a crypt. Rosillo, who police believe was the other man found in the crypt, would have been 35. Uh, homicide Captain Jason Smith said this month that police do not believe DeLuca was responsible for the death. Uh, DeLuca has been in jail waiting proceedings since April 2nd. Uh, Gibson remains in custody in Philly. So, yeah, this story is starting to really go. It's starting to form right now. Ma Barker, uh, again, Ma Barker's attorney, Donna Morelli's attorney, can come on here and we'll talk. We're going to give you plenty of freaking time to talk. The offers there don't say I didn't give it. Anyway, let's go to Washington. This one really sucks right here. to have been the first for a new military veteran. Sad stuff here. Rolling to remember. It was meant to replace or succeed Rolling Thunder, which ended last year. Coronavirus pandemic caused a change in 
plans, but one small group decided to come to D.C. anyway. As News 4's Jackie Benson shows us, some of their motorcycles became the target of disturbing and expensive vandalism. Mm-hmm. They went and uh, busted up their bikes. The awe-inspiring Rolling Thunder tribute of past years. The coronavirus pandemic changed that. But Dave Clemens of Ohio and a small group of friends, Vietnam-era vets, rode to D.C. for Memorial Day anyway. They came away, starting in California. Start to come across the United States, uh, take 10 days, stop at uh, VA hospitals, veterans' homes. It was a gesture of the type of love and loyalty that characterized Clemens's relationship with his son, U.S. Air Force Master Sergeant Brad Allen Clemens. He was 37, father of three with a fourth on the way, when he was killed in Iraq in 2006 by an explosive device that struck his vehicle. Sad stuff. My son is uh, Brad Clemens, Master Sergeant Brad Clemens, is buried in Arkansas Cemetery, and we uh, always lay a wreath at his... Uh, basically, what happened was... Uh, after some of the time at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, the group stopped for breakfast at an IHOP restaurant next to the Fairfield Inn. They were later alerted someone damaged their bikes parked outside the hotel, causing, causing hundreds and in some cases thousands of dollars in damage. You can you believe this stuff, Rolling Thunder, or uh, uh, rolling to remember guys are coming here and people go after the bikes. Oh, dude. Oh, I wish I would have caught one of them. It was like 17 bikes and somebody come in an SUV, got out of the SUV with a hammer and decided to get down there and start busting the bikes, he said. Security uh, camera footage showed the suspect taking out a hammer and beating the motorcycles. Quote, it was just all kinds of crazy. We weren't there to have any issues or trouble. We were there to pay respect and honor to our heroes. And have that happen was just devastating. I can, uh, you know what? If you guys catch him, beat him with a couple hammers. That's what I have to say. Let's go to uh, the wall of shame. We actually got two today. Again, thanks, Corey Graff, for uh, sending us some uh, information here. It's great getting help from you. Uh, Minnesota cop, and this is going on right now, man. Minneapolis, Memphis, all of them are, uh, you know, they're burning down every damn thing. Uh, Minneapolis cop who knelt on handcuffed black man George Floyd was charged today with third-degree murder manslaughter. Uh, Derek Chauvin, uh, Chauvin, the Minneapolis police officer, was kneeling on George Floyd's neck until he could not breathe has been charged with third-degree murder. Hennepin uh, uh, County Attorney Mike Freeman announced, Freeman was, said the evidence against uh, him includes video from a bystander's cell phone, body cam footage, as well as statements from witnesses and preliminary report from the medical examiner. Quote, we felt in our professional judgment that it was time to charge, and we have so done it. The only reason you did that is because the city's burning right now. You guys should have got them as soon as you seen the video. But, you know, that's the way you guys roll. It's not until you get public pressure that you guys do something. And that you know what? That goes for motorcycle uh, profiling, man. It's, not, it's up to us to get out there and protest, to, you know, get on these figures of authority and make them do the right thing. That's the only time they're going to do it.
only time. Uh, his arrest follows three days of protests across Minneapolis that led to looting, violence, and police uh, precinct being torched. I like that one. But hey, you know, I can't sit there and say, you know, what's going on right now. That shouldn't be happening, man. That's some stupid crap. Uh, it just makes it worse. But hey, if it keeps spreading, it keeps spreading. Quote, this is by far the fastest we ever charged a police officer. Yeah, right. Normally, these cases take nine months to a year. We have to charge these cases very carefully because we have a difficult burden of proof. Mm, yeah, huh. Now, let's go over to Jacksonville. Yes, this out of Fox16.com, Jacksonville police officer arrested on felony warrants. Let's see what they have to say here if we get Tonight, it up. A police officer in Jacksonville in hot water after being arrested on a felony warrant. Sergeant Armand Byford was arrested Wednesday in ward. He was booked on domestic battery and aggravated Same assault charges. Same stuff. Same as usual. On paid administrative leave pending an investigation by Jacksonville police. He, by the way, has been on the force since 2015. Armin Bryford, huh? <laughs> you are now in the wall of shame with your buddy from Minneapolis. Okay, before we go to my final thoughts, don't forget to visit HarleyLiberty.com for your daily biker news, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, subscribe on YouTube, all our social media. Get over there and follow us and take us with you on your next ride or in your car. Motorcycle Madhouse Radio Show over on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the majors. So my final thoughts on this big news story today, I am tickled to death that my barker, man. You know, I'm really a, you know, I don't like doing cops, police work, or any of that stuff. I will never do that uh but it's good to hear that my barker went down and the reason why is i cannot believe a damn woman was running an mc now you know during the interview he said no she didn't do nothing come on you can't fool hollywood you can't do it uh -uh -uh. i call bullshit this this broad was running the club uh at least that chapter uh she had everything in her name which you know usually it's put in freaking a uh, trust or you know something like that uh you know where it's a whole uh collective within the club but it wasn't it was in her name and uh like i said there's a whole ton of uh, this story that ain't being told within the media and stuff it's still progressing but uh, yeah my barker man uh you know what i hope it was worth it i hope it was worth your laughing and you know what i'm talking about uh and again your attorney i've said it a couple times is able to come out on the show and talk to me come talk to hollywood you know i'm a good guy to talk to we'll get to the bottom of this we'll get your side of the story out because quite frankly i am hoping i am hoping that this starts playing out i really am it needs to start being played out the facts are coming out and if you want your side of the story to come out come on hollywood show come on hollywood show i'm daring you now come on i'm daring you 
You know, you got to take a dare. You're an attorney. Come on, you can talk to me. You guys are smart. You know, you guys can, you know, try to BS me and my audience. You know, you guys are smart. You're supposed to know how to argue. You know, I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to ask about the facts and stuff like that. But I bet you a nice silver freaking nickel you won't do it because you're scared. Because you don't want to come on and talk to Hollywood. That's just my thoughts. Anyway, with Harley Davidson, my God, I had to recap that story. How smug really are they? It's funny. I went into a Harley Davidson dealership today because I had to get the keys. You know, it cost me 30, 30 bucks. Here I was thinking, okay, HD, $100. Uh, but it came out to 33 bucks. And I picked up a nice set of bags. You want to know a little trick, man? Go to the dealership and say, hey, man, you got any used bags or something? Because they usually take them off of the freaking trade-ins because they're better than you know and they want to resell them anyway i got a pair for 30 freaking bucks 30 freaking bucks man nice freaking bags for the fat boy uh but anyway i went in there and this place is done up with a diner and you see all the yuppie guys in the diner uh it was funny man uh I walked through and it was like everybody's staring and stuff yeah a lot of people know me and stuff it was like dude really what the hell's your problem, Homer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I got tattoos. I got tattoos on the face. You never seen tattoos? What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, it, it's just like, wow, this is, you know, Harley Davidson's base, I guess, man. You know, have to sit in the diner, have to sit there, you know, with all the. Everybody had Harley shirts on. I was like, dude, man, stop freaking, you know, like you know licking so hard on their freaking buttholes man uh but anyway you know i just don't see a good thing coming out of this harley davidson thing man oh we gotta you know they don't like the cheaper bikes nine thousand dollars ain't a lot of money get the hell out of here i will never spend more than 10 g's on a harley and it's used because you can get better deals on the used market than you can going to them schlucks and buying a brand new bike. Because again, their they're now core base is the upper end and see what happens if they'll ride it maybe a year or two, put on, you know, a few thousand miles. And next thing you know, you got a damn good bike for half the freaking price. So you guys are shooting your damn selves in the foot. That's all I got to say about Harley Davidson. You guys that are rah, 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 Harley Davidson is this and that. Man, you guys are schlucks. I'm just saying, man. There's more out there than just Harley Davidson. They do not care about you. They don't. And you can go back, well, I hate the company, but they love the motorcycles. That's stupid. Anyway. Uh, let's go to our wall of shame, yeah, in Jacksonville, again, the same, you know what, they're being arrested for the same thing, you know, they always are, they always got that hard on, thinking, you know, they're above the law, and, you know, when they get caught, they cry and whine and go to PC when they're in jail. As far as that Minneapolis thing, that thing was terrible, everybody's seen it from the, uh, the video, I don't care, eight minutes worth of video, oh, we gotta receive all the video, we gotta watch it all. I don't care if the dude was punching him. The guy melt on his neck, man, and cut off his freaking breathing from his carotids. Yeah, that's that's an MMA move, actually, man, is to put you out, but you're supposed to let loose on that stuff when it gets, uh, you know, your uh, achieve what your goal. So, yeah, you know what? Minneapolis is burning because you cops, not because anybody else, but you guys. 
And, you know, bikers should learn something from this. When there's profiling stuff, start protesting and get something done. You know what I mean? But, uh, anyway, that is the show for today. I say goodbye. Goodbye. Bamboos. Adios. Ciao. So long. Get your hat, Jack. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!